Yes, we already know that Texas was crying and whining about Brett Yermark and the referees are out to get us. So what else are they reaching and grasping for now to find motivation? I got a question, though. If you're reaching for bulletin board material, well, it seems kind of weak, Steve. I might have your guys get their mind right. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen. You're available on every single podcasting platform, visually as well on YouTube. You can find me personally on Twitter at All Day of State. Today is the day to get ready for the trip to Arlington. Obviously, jump down in the comment section and let me know if you're going and kind of when you're arriving. I got the tickets. I got the hotel. Ran into a transportation snafu just a couple hours ago, but I'm scrambling. I'll find a flight or something. I'll get there even if I got to sleep on a park bench in New Mexico. Speaking of that level of, of, of energy and motivation, we have already discussed how the underdog role is very suited for Mike Gundy, right? There's been times as the favorite to win a big game, to get to a Big 12 title or win a Big 12 title that Mike Gundy has, you know, sometimes come up uh, against a wall. But when he's an underdog, especially a double-digit underdog in a game that he's just not even supposed to come close to winning, these are, these are the games that he is built for. He is designed... For these games, how many times has he covered the spread at least, especially in bowl games? And this basically is a bowl game. It feels like a bowl game. And we have a lot to play for. We know about the disrespect because we've only got two Cowboys at 125 some odd players that have Texas offers and Ollie Gordon and Talon Shetron. Most of the players, 70% or so, on the roster from the state of Texas do feel some little level of disrespect. They do feel some extra level of motivation. And let's be honest, they see the fact that Texas is talking about the Final Four. They're talking about how this should have been Red River 2.0. They're talking about how the only team that's got the guys and the dudes to stack up against Texas is OU. So from a player perspective, we've heard all of it. We talk about Justin Kirkland being told by BYU he had to be a walk-on, so he definitely wasn't Texas material. We've gone over a lot of the players that should have got Texas offers that were four-star dudes in the state of Texas that never got them. So the motivation is 100% here. The only bulletin board material that I've seen that's somewhat relevant for Texas is if they want to have some argument that Steve Sarkeesian should have got coach of the year, that's about the only quote-unquote bulletin board material I can find. But they are searching, they're reaching, they're grasping. Recently, um, Mike Gundy was praising their defensive line because it is pretty evident, not only by the All-Big 12 with 11 Longhorns and, and five Cowboys, yeah, we've got some dudes that are going to make this thing interesting. 
But it's it's been evident this entire time that they feel almost, quote-unquote, disrespected, that they have to play Oklahoma State. Most people are talking about how they wanted Oklahoma State to some degree because it would be an easier win, but it would be better for them if they were playing OU. So this is all the talk. We have more than enough bulletin board material. We have more than enough to go on. Part of the reason Steve Sarkeesian likely didn't end up as the guy was because he didn't turn something around during near midseason that was almost at the level that maybe when he took over. And I don't even know you could say that because Tom Herman did have a pretty successful season. Charlie Strong was a disaster, though. But they're searching because Gundy gives a compliment to the defensive line of Texas, basically alluding to the fact that they are, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster than most everybody else in the league. It is what it is, and that's fair. And what does Texas defensive linemen do? They take offense to it. They find it somehow disrespectful that Mike Gundy even brought them up in his conversation. That's the level that Texas players even are reaching. You got Texas fans. They're already hooting and hollering about how the referees are going to find a way to win Oklahoma State this game. And if that doesn't happen, then they're going to win by a mile. And they need to win by a mile. This is also part of the conversations you're hearing. They need style points, regardless of what transpires between Oregon and Washington, Georgia and Bama. Yes, they need some help, obviously, but they very well could get that help. So they're not really, for the most part, thinking about Oklahoma State. One thing I will say, Steve Sarkeesian has been asked about the Final Four and if style points matter, that type of thing. And Steve Sarkeesian has always gone by the, you know, the coaches speak company line. But I do firmly believe that their mission from the beginning of spring was Big 12 title. So I do believe them when you hear that they never really have had any conversations about the Final Four, nor are they insanely worried about it, or at least throughout the course of the season. But now that they're looking down the barrel at a possibility of getting in the Final Four, you know they're looking at it just like we were looking at running the table after Bedlam to be in this game. Now, we we caught a couple breaks, too, and we took care of business in the second half of a couple big-time games. Well, they ended up being big-time. The only bulletin board, maybe, is Sarkeesian didn't get the award over Gundy. But for whatever anybody wants to say about my Gundy, he's not a disrespectful asshat, as you've seen some videos of Steve Sarkeesian being to staff members of facilities and stuff. Mike Gunny doesn't do that. So that's another reason, other than the fact that this epic turnaround is crazy. There's no way Steve Sarkeesian could have dealt with the same adversity and been able to turn it around to this level because there is a lot of ego in the Texas locker room. There is a lot of braggadocious stances that they take. They do think they're bigger than everybody. They do think they're better than everybody. And that permeates from the campus wide all the way to the locker room, all the way to the coaches, which is why they never could really seemingly get over the hump 
since 2009. This is their best team since 09. All right. I can, I can get down with that. I'm very well aware it's going to take a couple of um, superhuman plays or superhuman performances for us to get this thing done. If you line up 11 dudes on 11 dudes and you just go right at them, yeah, it's probably setting yourself up for a long day. But I don't know that Mike Gundy, Casey Dunn, Tim Rattay are going to do that, even Brian Nardo. We've got to find ways to mix this up. And if we do that, it'll help us lead to some of the positional battles that will equal the keys to victory, which we're going to cover both of those things in a minute. But right now, I got to remind everybody out here that we're all about capitalization, sure. And as I just mentioned, um, I ran into a little bit of a car snafu. So my truck is in the shop. Maybe, I mean, it's warranty work, but still nonetheless, maybe if I would have had eBay Motors a little bit quicker, I could have had this stuff all sorted, but I didn't. So learn from my mistakes, ladies and gentlemen. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and keep it up to peak performance. Don't pull a Cody. Don't get caught flat-footed, no-footed, one-footed. Everything from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, lighting kits, LEDs. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for you to choose from, you'll know exactly what you're looking for. And eBay has a guaranteed fit, which means it's guaranteed to fit your ride or the part won't fit or a time or your money back. And I'm telling you, in my personal situation, I really could have used that part in this one. But it is what it is because eBay Motors has... You burn in rubber, not cash. And it helps you not be scrambling, looking for flights. But it is what it is. Keep your ride or die alive right now by going to ebaymotors.com. Again, that is ebaymotors.com. Go there now to keep your rig rocking and rolling. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit is only available for U.S. customers. So as I... Look forward to this one, no matter how it, it shakes out. Because we are playing with house money. After what transpired last season and what transpired at the beginning of this season, nobody could have foreseen this happening. I mean, yes, there was, there was a handful of people that, you know, we picked those state to win 9-10 games. But a good part of it was because of the schedule. Well, then the schedule sh shakes out, and we actually ended up playing more quality teams than it looked like was going to be at the beginning of the schedule. So we found a way and Mike Gundy found a way to dive back in and make this thing work. The leadership from guys like Xavier Benson, guys like Dalton Cooper. And we still even got to give some love to a dude like Deandre Jackson that helped bring the room together early in the spring before he even dealt with injuries. I mean, Xavier Benson is maybe the heart and soul of this defense. Nick Martin is a stud. Kendall Daniels has everything you want and need to get to the NFL. We just got to see a little bit more of it. But with all that being said, again, 11 on 11, hat on hat, we don't match up super well. So this is a game. Where again, pull a car out of the Kalani Sataki, but not just on your, your special teams. This has got to be a really good game for Alan Bowman. Alan Bowman has been a pretty superb game manager for the latter half of the season. And we do have obviously enough talent that the game manager style is suitable. 
But he can, he can also drop some dimes occasionally. We're going to need that. But we're going to need it schematically. Because as we've covered the Jimmys and the Joes, they've got all those, right? So the X's and the O's side of the, the thing could be beneficial to us. And we've got guys healthy, more healthy now than earlier in the season. So from a preparation, scout team, understanding, staying late into facilities, all that's covered. The motivation, the bulletin board stuff on our end, all that's covered. Mike Gundy's record versus Texas, it's covered. So if we can just add some different wrinkles, right? We've noticed a big difference in the offense other than, you know, when we kind of geared everything towards running the ball a little bit more. But the utilization of Brennan Presley has been phenomenal. To use him in that arena ball style where he's, you know, kind of going in motion and circling around the quarterback, behind the running back, that kind of stuff. And then whether he cuts back across the seam or he stays out in the flats or runs up the seam, it opens up a lot of things, which has allowed him to capitalize on a lot of yards recently. If we'd been maybe given this kind of a look for him all season, maybe he does eclipse a 1,000 yards, at least probably, you know, the, the 900 range. Sitting at 750 is not bad by any stretch of the imagination, especially when you take into consideration that we did, in fact, lose to Sean Shriveling. Thankfully, he's coming back. But if we can mix it up and add some wrinkles, well, one of those wrinkles maybe give Braden Cassidy the foosball. Find different ways to get Ollie Gordon in the passing game. I'm 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 cheating a little bit here and still in part of the keys to the victory style stuff, but get Ollie in the passing game because he does have a game this year where he rushed for over a hundo and he caught for over a hundo as well. That was productive. That stretch of KU, K State, up to Bedlam, all that. That was when we were learning to mix it up a little bit more and incorporate more of these option routes. Our option routes against Houston and against BYU, they were off, right? They were off a little bit. UCF as well. UCF is maybe when we first started noticing that there seemed to be a discrepancy because we were fluid for quite some time on the option routes, and then we've had a little bit of a, a hit-and-miss stretch here. I know that's something that we've worked on. I know that's something that we've looked to line out for this game. But again, let's not just be afraid to take some chances. Let's make sure that schematically we do some pretty wild stuff because they're the number one third down defense in the United States of America. And we're not the greatest third down conversion team in America by any stretch. I think we're in the 80s, 90s. So... We need to be able to just mix it up. Mix it up just enough to keep Texas off their toes. Because they do have a very good defensive line. They are going to be keying on Ollie Gordon without bringing an extra guy in the box. That's their game plan. They're very much ready and wanting to go hat on a hat, 11 on 11. Because they do feel like they have all the advantages there. So some of the misdirection, some of the extra involvement from the tight ends and the fullbacks, you can't exactly crack back or chip, you know, as a wide receiver anymore. But there is times in the games where you can lay the wood down and hammer it home. So not only does Gundy and Casey Dunn and 
Tim Retain. Maybe have an extra barbecue with Kale Gundy before this one. I don't know. But if we can find ways to mix it up offensively, I think the same can go on the other side of the ball. Brian Nardo has proven all year he has zero problem taking chances. He's also proven if you give him a very, very manageable close game in the fourth quarter, he can usually stand and deliver. Brian Nardo has been not quite what I thought we'd get year one, but a large portion of that to me is Kendall Daniels. He puts a lot of stock in Kendall Daniels, and, and Kendall Daniels does have a lot more responsibility in calling out you know, different kinds of variations of plays and motions and sets on <clears throat> when to shift and who to pay attention to. So he has a lot more responsibility, and that's definitely part of it as well. So Brian Nardo puts a lot of stock in that one guy. And, again, Brian Nardo went to him at halftime of BYU and said, I need more big plays from you. Specifically, I need you. And then Kendall Daniels proceeds to have arguably the best half of this season. Fly around. Have fun. Allow the game to go in, in the avenue of being able to mix it up. Because if it gets wild and crazy and they get up by 21, 24 points, I mean, then you're in a desperation mode. Then you give Texas the advantage because they can pin their ears back. And then it's not even necessarily about 11 on 11 hat on a hat. Then they're just trying to bulldoze their way to the quarterback. But we don't give up very many sacks, which is not only (laughs) beneficial here, but dare I say, should be, could be one of the keys to victory. Mix it up offensively. Keep us unpredictable. Because that's another thing we keep hearing is I heard a lot of it. Texas has said a bunch of times from a media perspective that they already know what our playbook is. They already know exactly what we're going to do when we have the ball on most sides of, of the field. And we have been pretty predictable for the last couple of years, a few years, really, if we're being honest. We've been a little bit less predictable this year. Get Ollie in the passing game. He's had a couple opportunities this year to turn it up and look like a functional wide receiver. And he hasn't disappointed. He's got a couple drops on some like flare type of routes, but when you give him like a legitimate portion of a route tree, he seems to do pretty well. So it should be part of the mixing it up. Do some things that we haven't done. Give them a couple looks that we haven't given. Don't be afraid to take some risks. And I'm not necessarily just talking about the flea flicker. We've used that a decent amount. But you can utilize Brennan Presley and his ability to get the defense to shift a little bit predicated on what he's doing on motion. And you can get some guys out of position by doing that. Josiah Johnson has what one real drop this year. I think he technically has two could be a big day for him. I do think Jatavion Sanders on the other side for tight end. That's going to be a big, big, big deal, but there's so many ways that we can in fact mix it up enough not only make this interesting, but to give ourselves a shot. And if we give ourselves a shot in the fourth quarter, anything goes. 
Mike Gundy is dangerous against the spread in double-digit scenarios. And it opened up at 10 and a half, and it's already like 14 and a half, 15, depending on you know multiple services. And it very well could. I don't think it'll get to 17 by, by kickoff, but it could. It could easily get to 16. So capitalization on dollar-dollar bills is kind of helpful. The prize picks is where you need to be going to capitalize for yourself. Prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in Northern America. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. You pick two to six players, and you just go more than or less than the projected stat line. It's that easy. Prospects is the most fun you could have. And you could win up to 25 times the money for this season. And now we got basketball involved too. You know, I love the daggone combo deal where you can take people from football and basketball and you can put them together in a specials league, or as my daughter used to call it, a combined duation. She was like, three, calm down. It's a league created specifically for these combo picks. So, if you want to go grab Marcus Smart, you can do that. If you want to go grab Tylen Wallace or Justice Hill, you can do that as well. Get the combined duration going for you because the reboot policy allows you to have some comfort. Because if a player gets hurt in the first half, football or basketball, and that player does not come back in the second, he gets rebooted. He or she. Prospects is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance policies for you. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Make sure you do use that code, all one word, locked on college, for a first deposit match up to $100. Get that $100 match by going to prizepicks.com slash locked on college. The keys to victory. And we'll, we'll keep this one a little bit short because uh, we'll. Add some stuff for the Friday show as well. I think the biggest is going to have to be the offensive line. This is likely the best D-line we've seen all year. This is likely the most talented set of defensive linemen, two deep of defensive linemen that we faced all year. Offensive line has been considerably better after the first, you know, Odd, weird, crazy, wacky first part of the season. They've looked good, actually, a lot of the times. And we've discussed how guys have defensively had to come from the backside to try to loop around and shoestring tackle Ollie. And there was teams that were successful in doing so, like Cincinnati and OU. Texas has all of the athleticism, all the size, all the speed, all the strength to do all of that stuff to kind of try to work around our, our O-line. But that's not what Texas is going to do. Texas is going to try to go dominate our offensive line. They firmly believe that they can, and now, I guess, they're extra motivated by Mike Gundy talking about them for this one. So now they fully intend on, quote-unquote, dominating our offensive line. This is a test. This is a test for all of the dudes who did feel disrespected through the recruiting process in high school. The dudes who did do enough this season and grade high enough throughout the course of the season to potentially end up on the All-Big 12 team, not just as Oliver mentioned. This is the opportunity 
for them to set the record straight for next season that Ollie Gordon is a bona fide, certified Heisman level guy that will be top three, top five in the Heisman preseason next year. And we as offensive linemen fully intend to most of us come back and block for him so we can be a part of it too. Set the record straight this day on Saturday against the best D-line we've seen all year. The best, one of the best D-lines in America in multiple statistical categories. If our offensive line wants to prove something and show something, it will happen in this game. It can happen in this game. We have the ability to do so. And three of these dudes were on the team, maybe even four, on the offensive line last time we beat Texas. So it it, it is a different talent level. I get that. But it's not like these guys are foreign to this. It's not like the moment's going to be too much. Again, we're pretty loose, relaxed, we're chill. Nobody expects us to pull this off. This is where the fun is. And they're reaching. They're grasping. All right, another big thing that I've heard mentioned so many times is the fact that Oklahoma State doesn't have any, I repeat, any wide receivers that can take the top off. They think that they're going to play press man pretty much all daggone day. Their plan is to take away Ollie Gordon and make us throw the ball and make our wide receivers get off the routes so much that we're so ineffective that Alan Bowman turns into a, a turnover machine. That's the plan. So we've discussed before about how some of our wide receivers are going, going to have to win the 50-50 balls more than normal. Leon Johnson, my dude, my guy, this is you. This is your time. Jaden Bray. You've got all the intangibles, all the skills, all the talent. You've loved the process. You've loved the point of getting to where you are now. Go high point these dudes. Brendan Presley, you know you've been waiting on this one. Because we've got some redemption from 2021. Texas is on this revenge tour. They don't seem to realize we have one ourselves. Now, we beat them, and we beat them quite a bit, so they're not exactly on the revenge tour, but they just so happen to be in the way because this is redemption from 2021. It could be redemption for 2021. Talking to the offensive linemen and the guys that were part of that, that were here for that. All right, and uh, another big one, it's got to be our secondary. Xavier Worthy, he's a first-round dude. Adonai Mitchell might be a first-round dude. Jordan Whittington, likely third-round, fourth-round type of dude. Guys, this is an opportunity for Corey Black in front of Texas front of his brother, Kobe, who I'm sure will be on hand, that he maybe should have been on the All-Big 12 instead of just an honorable mention. You don't think Cam Smith is geared up and ready for this one? You don't think DJ McKinney is excited beyond measure to do some stuff? You don't think Trey Rucker is, is not hearing that all we got to do is isolate him deep and we, we win the game by 50. You don't think he hears all that? You don't think Ken, Kendall Daniels knows 
that he did so much in the second half of BYU that he should and could very well carry this thing over. He got offers from Georgia and Oregon and A&M, but he wasn't good enough to get a Texas offer. You don't think Kendall Daniels is ready to show up? Cam Epps got three picks. He could get two more in this game. I know Quinn Ewers isn't prone, typically, to a lot of turnovers. But Colin Clay has something to prove. Justin Kirkland has something to prove. Deshaun Brown. This could be your coming out party too, buddy. This could be what puts you on that NFL map that I know you're on, that a lot of us know you're on. Show the world, buddy. Because just dominating in every operation is phenomenal. We love it. We like it. But you've been so close to having extra tip passes and a couple sacks. Anthony Goodlow, you are an honorable mention. Go show them why. Go shut them up. Make it ugly, dirty, muggy, nasty. Call it what you want to call it. We're going to put some Heisman talk on it. These, to me, are part of the keys to victory. We've got a lot more to cover. We've got a Friday show. Hopefully, I'm either at an airport or on the road pretty quickly. That would be uh, ideal. Anywho, that's all we're going to have for this one right here. Make sure you guys tune back in, jump back in, have some fun. Because this ride is already a pretty good one. We're already playing with house money. We've already got the coach of the year. We've already got the offensive player of the year. Nick Martin, let's go, buddy. All right, y'all. You know I love you. God bless. Go Pokes. And thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Lockdown Oakland State. Go like it, share it, subscribe, comment, leave a review and podcast. Later, taters.